Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now... Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Week 8 in the National Football League is here. Get Mike on Twitter at Dome. Find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. We are also less than a week away from the NFL trade deadline, which comes up on November 1st. We had a deal on Thursday with the Chiefs acquiring Kadarius Toney from the Giants. The wide receiver and former first-round pick goes to KC for a conditional third and sixth rounder. Mike, at the time of taping, that's the only deal that we've got right now. But let's just pretend that there aren't going to be any deals by the time we record this and this airs that means that we've got kind of a showcase weekend for teams that uh, may want to let go get rid uh, acquire draft picks whatever you want to do with some of their players this could be a showcase week in the national football league do you believe in these showcase games prior to the nfl trade deadline yeah i mean i I don't i don't know how much you could do that since there's already seven weeks of tape what are you going to do this week to scheme a guy up that's suddenly going to be the thing that gets, oh, he went for eight and 105 this game. 
right? Because if he wasn't given max effort before, rumors and, and someone speculating that he might be able to get out of a bad situation, I don't know, pick your bottom feeder team here, uh, that, that suddenly he's going to be motivated to play better? No, nah, I always think the contract is always larger. So they would have been giving you their best. Maybe an extra touch, maybe an extra target or two but in the end I, I think you might also have it go the other way of I can't expose a guy too much because he gets hurt he's not useful to us at all that's exactly my thinking I would almost rather have a guy not play period uh if if he was going to be moved than to be like look at what this player could do in this opportunity because also to, to what you said in the first part there's part of it of all right, then why weren't you doing this the first seven weeks of the season? You yeah. know, like why if this was if this was the opportunity and maybe and I don't I don't think you sacrifice a loss to to showcase a guy that may or may not be traded, but I don't think it plays into it as much. And if anything, I agree. I'd rather have a guy not play, and I think that's what you would more tend to see prior to the trade deadline with a guy who could be dealt of him not playing rather than being being extremely focused on and attended to by his offense. What I really enjoyed, though, is, you know, as we, as we do the, the recording, Dan, the number of people excited about Kadarius Toney heading over to the Chiefs. Like, th- is this what's suddenly going to make him healthy? Sure. Like, because I <laughs> – I mean, maybe it does. Maybe I'll, hey, you know what? I'll go to a place where if I run my, my burn routes that, you know, Mahomes will put the ball up for me. But am, am I really buying in heavily? Because I can't, I can't get excited till I see it, I guess, at this point, because it's, it's more than a season's worth of evidence to the contrary. So now, so now you have Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, uh, Sky Moore, Nicole Hardman coming off of a three touchdown game. Yeah. You now bring in um you bring in Kadarius Tony. This isn't even talking about Travis Kelsey yet or the running backs. And there's just a, there's a lot to, a lot to feed. Edwards Alaire and McKinnon yeah. and <laughs> Yeah, and Pacheco. And so on yeah. and so on. Yeah, Pacheco, let's not go down that path. That's still got a bad taste in a lot of people's <laughs> mouths, Dan. Uh but but to to your point, yeah, there's nineteen guys. Are you going to bet on the two for 81 and a score kind of stat line because he has three targets in a game, you know, when he can actually get out of field? No, I don't think you are. I think like a guy like Hardman as well, like you, I, I wouldn't play him the rest of the year because there's no way that game shows up again. Oh, I'd, I'd be making posters, and if I gathered with my friends, I'd be giving them trading cards that included a <laughs> stat line from his last game. You really want to trade for this guy, don't you? This is the guy that you want. Uh, this is because Look at him. Yeah. That, that was the breakout. You've been waiting for it. There it was. Uh, now his value is, is even less. Before- well, and they might still bring in um, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. I, I heard <laughs> what I see on Good Morning Football. I saw a tweet that they are uh, they are pining him for the uh, the Buffalo Bills. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Well, you know, you got to you got to look out for your friends. <laughs> Get Mike on Twitter at Solo Dove. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Our executive producer is Ryan Pershinger. He'll be with us later to give us his survivor picks. It's been an interesting week since we last spoke to you. Aaron Rodgers spoke to the Pat McAfee show, had a lot to say about his teammates. Uh, Russell Wilson was doing high knees um, uh, over where the Titanic sunk. Andy Dalton's now the starter in New Orleans. And Mac Jones likely to start again. Just some of the flavor that we got uh, leading up to week eight, Mike. What stood out to you? Any of those uh, pique your attention as it comes to what has happened in the National Football League? 
Well, we're still trying to figure out if the Packers will ever get jump-started. And a couple of receiving touchdowns for Aaron Jones last week. Exciting. I'm tired of LeFleur going to the podium going, yeah, we got to get those guys more touches. I just don't know. It's like, call the plays for them then. Uh, Especially A.J. (laughs) Dillon. Sorry. Uh, It still sticks in my craw from a few weeks ago when he gave this long speech. With Rodgers talking about mental mistakes and LeFleur saying, hey, you know, the truth is uncomfortable. You know, should you be doing it on a television show? I don't know. It's good fun content and fodder for us and in, in our business. But, you know, following it up by saying, hey, if anybody's got a problem, they can find me. Yeah. And I don't I don't know that that's, that's helping the situation. That's that's I, I don't want to say that I'm torn, but I just if you want to compare Brady and Rogers and how they're dealing with their troubles, right. Brady has taken uh, the more status quo line that hasn't hurt his teammates, but I don't want to sit here and criticize guys for speaking their minds when that's all that we want from actual players. So I'm yeah. actually going to ease off on, on Aaron Rodgers and, and his line about his quarterback grading and how he graded out. I know it was, it, it wasn't tongue in cheek. That's not what it was, but he was just making note of, yeah, a lot of people thought I played like crap and guess what? I actually graded out pretty well as crazy as that uh, may have sounded. I thought that that came off a little sideways considering what he had just said, but I just don't want to fault the guy for actually speaking his mind and saying what he thinks is going on because that's all we want from players. No, 100%, right? You want the honesty, and then generally people get really salty. He's like, wow, how's he call out his teammates and coaches like that? It's like, well, if this is what starts a dialogue in the room, right? Because I always said he should have, you know, flipped Lafleur off when he sent the field goal unit on uh, against the Buccaneers. I'm, I'm going to hold that one till I die. But when, when we look at – the situation they're in right now, and maybe they add a wide receiver by the deadline, right? All the speculation and everybody's seen and heard the names and, and maybe, you know, done that hand-wringing thing of, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, this will fix it. And maybe it will, maybe it won't. Um, you got a lot of young players that you're trying to to piece in, and the young, the older veteran guys, well, they can't stay healthy, right? You got Lazard, you got Tunyon, and you got a lot of guys that you're trying to mix and match and trying to make work. So, you know, tough love is okay to to a point. In the end, you know, it it goes back to the same thing of a showcase game. Are you going to try any harder? I can't try any harder, man. I can't. I just can't break containment on this defensive back. You got a technique you want to tell me about that you think is going to work based on what you've seen your past receivers do against him? Great. Otherwise, I got nothing for you. <laughs> if you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. On a summer night in Paris... American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever, and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've got something for us, Mike Harmon. That is your top five players at the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver position. And we have hit we have hit the halfway points of a fantasy football regular season. As crazy as that sounds, if your league goes to 15 weeks, uh, then we're almost like exactly in that spot because it's kind of week eight, but it's not yet week eight. If it goes 14 weeks and you have three weeks of playoffs, then we are smack dab in the middle of it. And if you play week 18, you're an idiot. Uh, let's get to the top five hey, quarterbacks. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. They're still going to play those games, Dan. People are still going to bet money on them. Oh, I know. I know. Just for fantasy purposes, uh, just what a what a pain in the butt. Oh, right. there's no question about it. 
let's get to the top five quarterbacks for week eight, Mike. Uh, we, we skipped right over Bill, Bill Belichick and how he can't coach anymore. All right, let's get into the top fives as we go. Josh Allen going up against those Packers. Showcase game, showcase opportunity. It's one of those games, and like many with this NFL season, Dan, where I look at going, are we going to see something really weird? Is suddenly, you know, all of the speech from mm-hmm. Rodgers, now he's smirking to the camera because it's Halloween weekend and they could put some cool effects behind him as he throws another touchdown pass and starts cackling like a madman. Maybe it does. May, may, maybe it doesn't. But Josh Allen, we know, will give you his best game uh, in the air and with his legs. Number two on the week, I'm going to go all the way to Kyler Murray, uh, thinking something gets uncorked because of the return of DeAndre Hopkins, giving them a little more juice. Uh, some work in the the ground game, split backfield uh, ahead, but some opportunities for Murray to make some plays. Jalen Hurts going up against the Pittsburgh secondary, uh, and once again making plays with the leg. Notice that theme, uh, and and making big plays and making guys miss. Uh, when we get down to the back end of the top five, there's guys I'm I'm a little uncomfortable with because uh, we got Kirk Cousins against Arizona. It's the middle of the season. Do you know where Kirk Cousins is? Yeah, he's still quarterbacking pretty well, but where does that fall off the table? Uh, And then number five, and this is one where I have no reason to doubt him given the fact that the Bengals are finally playing some really good football after the appendectomy, after getting back on the practice field. Joe Burrow is playing some great football. Yet somehow this matchup against Cleveland, I've got him at number five, and I'm sitting there wondering if if I'm going to see the other shoe fall for some reason. I think you probably are having flashbacks to Nick Chubb having a monstrous game against the Bengals last year. I think that could be because I kind of had the same thoughts as well. I, I did look at that matchup and I thought, geez, I remember when Nick Chubb just kind of, you know, took him to the cleaners last year. But I thought, nah. By the way, the perfect uniform game for Halloween. Oh, yeah. Orange and black against orange and brown. Like, it doesn't get any more fall and spooky and Halloween than it does with that. Those are your- In the battle for Ohio. <laughs> uh, I think Ohio State may have a say in some of that. So, but uh, it could, could be a different story. Well, uh, now, now you want a six-man tag match? Let's go. <laughs> Here Triple comes, threat match. Here comes Toledo. Where the <laughs> hell did they come from? We needed to fill out the card, and they needed some more money for their school programs. So they came in to be the early egg. Exit in this uh, expanded match. Uh, U.S. will be. That's Akron coming out from underneath the mat. All right. There's our <laughs> our state of Ohio football uh, Royal Rumble. Apparently, we turned I love it into. It. Nice. Let's get to the top five running backs for week eight. Derek Henry, three straight games, over 200 yards with multiple touchdowns in them. Tennessee uh, now sitting at four and two and and looking like they could get on a little bit of a roll. Josh Jacobs, so long as he's healthy, I'm still running with him. Keep an eye on Derek Carr. Darren Waller back at practice, so opportunity knocks. But Jacobs running as well as anybody right now. Uh, Ahead of the guy you mentioned, Nick Chubb, expecting him to put up another big performance. Would be remiss if I didn't get your guy, Kenneth Walker, into the mix going up against the New York Giants. If nothing else, we know if this guy gets to the second level, good. Good luck chasing him. Uh, And then on the other side, Saquon Barkley against Seattle, still making some hay in the passing game. And with Daniel Jones playing better, efficient football, Wondell Robinson becoming more of a threat and a factor week in, week out, uh, and just the belief in the Dable system. Saquon Barkley, line him up as your number five. I am the guy that drafted I there were very few guys in my drafts Mike entering the season that I doubled up on my teams with Mm -hmm. 
Um, one of them was Rashad Penny. And what made it even worse was in the leagues that I drafted Rashad Penny, none of them were the leagues that I uh, also drafted Kenneth Walker. So it is a it is a doubly yeah. disappointing decision from a preseason draft scenario. But if you have Kenneth Walker right now at the entry to Brees Hall, I know you have Josh Jacobs at number two coming off of his three-touchdown game, and he's been great all year. But, I mean, you talk about, like, upside coming down the second half of the season. I'm not sure if there's anybody with more upside than what Kenneth Walker has. 100%. That offense is humming right now. Uh, they should be giving a blank check to the coordinator to say, please stay for a little while longer uh, and and running through. But, I mean, Walker, watching him against the Chargers last week, Dan, uh, and things that we thought about. I, I'm in the same boat as you. In one uh, – Industry league, I drafted Penny pretty late, and I was getting ready to come back for Walker. Guy drafted Walker and then basically sent me a text message to say, blank you. <laughs> it's like, I'm not letting you handcuff him. Uh, cause you, I, he knew exactly what I was doing based on the roster construction yes. to that point. He's like, nope, not going to happen. So, yeah, alas, uh, I, I am Walkerless as well in that league. So I got, I got uh, just for my own bookkeeping, Henry, Jacobs, Walker, Barkley, who did I miss? Uh, Henry Barkley Jacobs Chubb. Chubb, Nick Chubb. Chubb was okay. in there. Yeah, All yeah. right, Nick Chubb in the top five as well. Again, after those memories of him running over Cincinnati last season. All right, time for the pass catchers. Top five receivers for week eight. What do you got, Mike? Top five brings us a lot of the usual suspect. Maybe a bit of a surprise for one of them for you. Why? Because I like to uh, mix things up and have you go, <gasps> especially on a Halloween weekend because then you look like the screamer. Someone about to be, uh, well, jettisoned from this mortal coil uh, during one of these Halloween festivals. All right, Cooper Cup going up against San Francisco. Do I think that Van Jefferson fixes everything? No. But you got a guy that week in, week out, finds his space, lays down in a zone, gets a step on the man coverage, whatever it takes, and the reception totals keep rising. Coming out of a bye week, uh, they'll get creative trying to get the ball in his hands against division rival San Francisco. Number two, Tyreek Hill. I don't trust Tua Tungavailoa. We'll get more into that a little bit later, but the matchup is glorious, and Hill is going to get his numbers regardless of the final tallies for his quarterback. Detroit's defense went to see the Wizard try to find some heart, maybe to find a stop along the way, but look for Tyreek Hill to keep running through that secondary. Number three, Justin Jefferson going up against Arizona, expecting some fireworks here, looking for Jefferson to have his way with the Arizona secondary. Number four, well... Do I love him? No, but it's the opportunity here. Devontae Adams against the New Orleans Saints. Marshawn Lattimore still on the sidelines with the abdominal injury. Did not practice as of the taping of this podcast, uh, so we'll see if he's able to get his way back into the lineup. But even if he does, what's the percentage? What's the aptitude? Is he going to be able to shut down the target heavy? Devontae Adams, the answer? No. And finally, a bit of a price shot. We go with A.J. Brown going up against the Pittsburgh secondary pass rush is still a bit suspect, which means Jalen Hurts is going to have op- 
room to operate. Obviously, as more guys jump to the forefront, you've got Goddard, you've got the rise of Devontae Smith, and obviously the running backs all need to be fed, not to mention uh, Hurts' own running capabilities. But A.J. Brown, the target count remains high. The yield will be high in the battle of Pennsylvania. Kind of funny that we have the battles for Ohio and Pennsylvania the same weekend. Let's go. I know for a fact Jamar Chase would have been in that top five, but now the hip injury to knock him out uh, a month or so. But it allows the opportunity for a couple of other guys to move on up into those rankings. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. On a summer night in Paris... American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever, and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Businessweek, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, 
I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, Mike, let's get to the hot plays, cold sores, and ninjas for the upcoming weekend. Guys that may not be in your top five when it comes to the hot plays, but guys you got to get in your lineup. Who do you like, Mike? Hot plays as we go to the quarterback position. Uh, we'll, we'll dig a little deeper, as it were. Uh, Marcus Mariota, why he's going to run the football? Uh, you'll notice a theme here momentarily. Uh, we, we look against Carolina. Was that their Super Bowl? They had their one big game. They took down Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. What did they do for an encore on the road in Atlanta. I say they partied. They were excited. They'll lose a couple more component parts at the trade deadline. But before then, Marcus Mariota with his running acumen is going to make things difficult. Uh, Justin Fields, same thing against Dallas. Aren't you ready to watch him run in the open field and see if Micah Parsons can chase him down? Tell me that's not the most exciting thing (laughs) in that game coming up this weekend. Forget about the rest of it. That is the most exciting piece. And then Andy Dalton going up against your uh, Las Vegas Raiders will get him in. We we mentioned him at the start of the show. Uh, still questions of what that receiving core looks like, but Olave's there, uh, and for now, Alvin Kamara is there for you as well. So all good things as you go. I say that because he's got a court date in a couple weeks. I don't know that it results in anything, but we have to you know caveat it out uh, as it were. Uh, how about Raheem Mostert going up against Detroit? Uh, they can't stop me running the football right now and add him as a pass catcher. Opportunity knocks. Uh, we mentioned with Ezekiel Elliott potentially being down. Uh, I'm going to put Tony Pollard in. Look, I I know 14 has been the threshold historically for his carries in a game, but an opportunity does knock here. And at wide receiver uh, for the hot plays for this week, your guy, Tyler Lockett going up against the Giants. I want him in my lineup. Uh, And then going back, uh, I'll double down on New Orleans. Olave, just throw it up and let him get it. Your team's no good. Let him pile up stats. Tyler Lockett becoming uh, all reliable for uh, Geno Smith and the Seahawks. Your hot plays for week eight in the National Football League. I will also add this with your Justin Fields love. The game is in Dallas. The Bears uh, helmets and pants will look so good compared to the Cowboys. Like the, the, the Bears at Cowboys game is such a great uniform looking game. Uh, just because of the Bears Navy, and I should say the Navy jerseys, not their pants, but the Cowboys have that, you know, shine, but it just contrasts so well with the Bears. It's why I get mad when the Bears, you know, wore their alternates earlier this year, because I just love the Navy look with them. And when they're in Dallas, it's just one of the sharper looking uniform games you get all season long. See, I dig that about you. I was going to call for those prison uniforms. 
<laughs> to bring those back, but that's just me. It's just the Bears Navy, the the helmet and the jerseys just look so good underneath that light and on that turf. It's just um, really, really clean look. I uh, I like it a lot. Uh, what I don't like are cold sores. The guys that you don't want to play, you don't want to see, you don't want to touch, you don't want to have them in your lineup. Who are your cold sores for week eight? All right, first guy is going to be from that game. The other side, Dak Prescott against the Bears. Now a question of how much uh, the trade and, and losing Quinn off the front means because we, we did the football analysis you know, as it, as it was breaking down of, all right, the Bears don't normally – play with a lead so from a pass rushing perspective a guy that was you know near record numbers a year ago suddenly is 109th out of 112 defensive ends well um that that's a loss to a degree but you've got a bears defense that has been very good in the second half of games and i'm not so sure that the dallas pass game uh, gets right right away so this is an opportunity uh for for the bears to really mess up my life because it means the draft choice will drop another couple of slots should they win it <laughs> field goal kicking contest to come is really what i think dan Byer, uh when it's all said and done uh another guy that you know you're looking at and maybe it's it's captain obvious with all those things on the offensive side of the uh for the denver broncos the defense can still get after it and we'll see what what component parts get picked off uh after this week whether the, if they should lose a lot of rumors of what goes away. And then Jimmy Garoppolo against the Rams, I can't endorse it fully. I just can't. You know, even even with the new weapon in tow, Rams coming out of a bye week, and even though Shanahan has historically owned McVay in these matchups, in playoffs, uh, that it, it's still one that leaves me a little unnerved. From the running back position, guys, we're going to push to the side a little bit. Damian Pierce is a high-end number two for me this week, even with the workload uh, assuredly his going up against Tennessee. Titans are in a spot to start making some noise, and uh, I'm sure Vrabel has been running around yelling uh, that as he can all the way through. Uh, and a, a little bit deeper just because of the workload split going up against the Pittsburgh defense that has been game uh, even without T.J. Watt. Not great, but serviceable. Miles Sanders no better than a back end two this week and for the wide receivers uh i mentioned dak i cd lamb just i it doesn't excite me like the potential does the try having him on your team no but that's (laughs) what i mean even going back to last year he was like kyle pitch two guys that at the end you looked at their stats and went huh but did you have any game that got you excited? No, you didn't. And so that's the same thing here. Uh, and so I'm going against the industry consensus, and I'm pushing him down into my WR2s for this week. Uh, and the other one is the curiosity, and I, we mentioned it a little bit uh, with Indianapolis, and they make the change. Sam Ellinger going to come in. I have to believe I, I see more of Pierce and Paris Campbell and that Michael Pittman actually loses Ooh, in this change. Interesting. Those are your cold sores. We may have a little bit more on the cold sores. Or nice. or maybe they're a hot play, but I just used it for the pun. I like that. They're your cold sores for week eight. Could be something coming up later on in the podcast. That is a, a tease. Uh, not a creative one, by the way, but it is considered a tease. All right, let's get to the ninjas, the sneaky plays for week eight. Because he's uh, coming off a bye week and everybody's seemingly healthy, I'll I'll put up Jared Goff as a daily fantasy play this week against Miami. Uh, Opportunities were there for Kenny Pickett last week uh, in that highly heralded Sunday night game. He just missed them and missed them badly uh, against that secondary. Uh, With Goff, look, he may just as easily be benched 
if you're going to take Dan Campbell at his word based on ball security. Uh, but I don't know that it happens this week. I think there's an opportunity uh, to be made there. Similarly, we mentioned uh, the Rams-San Francisco game, Cooper Cup. Jefferson doesn't fix everything, but people are so down on Stafford. He's an, he's good enough in that muddled mess to rise up to the back end of the QB1s for me this week coming out of the bye. For the running back position, dig a little deeper, as we will. Devin Singletary going up against the Packers. Sure, because we need running back help, so why not try to uh, find the diamond in the rough on a good team? Opportunity knocks there. And then Carolina go back to Dante Foreman going up against Atlanta. I know everybody wants to say Chuba Hubbard just so they can say Chuba Hubbard on the time, but Dante Foreman should be the lead there uh, and have a high touch count along the way. As for the wide receivers going down the, the list, am I confident that the Pittsburgh offense can move? No, but more and more, Pickett's just going to throw it up and see if George Pickens can make plays. So we get him into our lineup this week, uh, and then uh, a little deeper than that uh, as we go. I, I will look at Zay Jones as desperation for Jacksonville, just target count and trying to find some love. We've already talked about Indy, so I'll leave those guys alone uh, for the purposes of this here conversation. But what about your guy Marquise Goodwin Mm -hmm. with his two touchdowns against the Giants? Potential for a bigger role, no DK Metcalf. You saw he and, and Gino with a bit of a connection opportunity maybe some short passes and yak for a ppr league i'll roll the dice that i get enough target to make it worth my while there there are always opportunities for the number three wide receiver in seattle there have been for years not not tons but you've always looked for guys to fill that that role david moore was there Mm -hmm. uh for a while but uh you know, D. Eskridge did not take it and run as a second-round pick, and Marquise Goodwin now is uh, filling in admirably. And yeah, with the uh, with DK situation, gets a bump in Week Eight. Those are your ninjas for Week Eight of the NFL season. Now the chip goes over to me as it's my turn to give you some fantasy advice, and I give you one reason to start and one reason to bench a guy. I'm going to give you a reason to start, and Mike, this is the one where you're getting something out of the backseat of your car while you're driving or at the stop light and you just can't reach it and you almost pull your arm out of socket reaching to grab whatever you need from the back seat that's how far we are reaching for rondale moore of the now yes the reason being this there was so much attention to deandre hopkins in his first game back and rondale moore uh you would think, oh, Robbie Anderson's going to slide in. Hopkins is going to still get his touches. But this is a game where I think there's going to be a lot of points. And why not? Why not have Rondale Moore have a breakout game and a big play? So if you're willing to roll the dice, if you're in a deep league, uh, Rondale Moore will play against the Vikings this week. Ooh, I dig that. Yeah, the the reemergence of Hopkins, the week plus to work things in. And Moore's a guy we've had on the radar a lot. Another one of those, all right, is he healthy this week? And if so, maybe maybe this is a, a breakout opportunity. Could be a now or never opportunity as well. I say don't sure. forget about the forgotten man. And the guy to bench, I know that a deal was made this week that allowed even more opportunities for this player. But I'm going to say Travis Etienne of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh. I think that that Broncos defense realizes that they are going to be the reason that they are going to win games or lose games. I still don't know officially Russell Wilson's status, even though he says he's going to play. The reason I say Travis Etienne is the guy to bench 
is I think Denver is smarting off of that Brees Hall touchdown run from a week ago. And if you don't have that touchdown run, maybe they win the game. Maybe things play out differently. But that is why I don't think that happens to Denver two weeks in a row. So I think they're able to put the clamps on Travis Etienne this week. Boy, that jailbreak when they gave you the uh, field view of that, Dan, I was waiting for a truck to come rolling through. (laughs) My God, especially you get a little help from the wide receiver position to help seal it off. Jacksonville, I don't know. Um, I don't know what I'm getting from them. Like, I put Zay Jones in just from a target perspective and Kirk taken away. Uh, But, yeah, with ETN, touch count may be there, but he's their offense right now. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. And James Robinson is happy to be a New York Jet. All right, we'll Tom- see how long that is. I mean, how many times have guys gone to the Jets and, and been happy other than the paycheck? <laughs> well, they're not going to be happy seeing those crappy all-black uniforms and helmet that they're going to wear this week. Good man. Jeez, uh, another another overuse of black in uniforms in the National Football League. All right, let's go over to our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, here for his survivor picks. I told you guys before the podcast, uh, I'm ousted. I'm still scorned. The, the wound is... Uh, not healed. It is not even close to healing uh, from being eliminated last week, thanks to Mike's Bears taking out the, the Sorry, Patriots. Buddy. Hey, that's, you know, a, a, a lot of people felt that fate but, in But week you know seven. what, though, Dan? At least it was a beatdown, so it was done. <laughs> As opposed to, here's Cairo Santos with three seconds it, left. It, it was, I'll, I'll just put it this way, though. It was a miserable three hours. Oh, no, no, no it question was, at all. That was the part of it of, like, when you're you're hoping for it, like, I would almost have wished it was that way because there was the little Bailey Zappy, you know, like, comes in, and now it's 14 to 10, and you're like, all right. But there was never a point where the Bears seemed threatened, except maybe in that, like, five-minute span. Right. So. Uh, when that then breaks. they blitz Zappy. The play action went away, and well, yeah. Zappy got zapped. Yes, he did. All right, who are your survivor picks, uh, both uh, NFL and TV show wise, Ryan Bershing? And remember, there are people who may not have seen it, uh, seen Survivor last night. Yes, yes, or Wednesday night, depending on when you're listening to this. Right. Um, yeah, Dan, don't don't worry. I, I I should put the disclaimer on my picks that I've uh, I've been eliminated from Survivor twice already this season. So uh, <laughs> I've been eliminated five times. All of my entries are now gone. I don't know what that says about me, but uh, but uh, he gone. My my main fantasy league does a uh, Survivor pool on the side, and we have uh, completed it twice already. All right, <laughs> we, have, we have blown through Started it. Over. We restarted, and then it lasted two weeks again, and that was it. So, and there's uh, still half a season to go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been an ugly. How one. many? How did that Survivor season turn out? Well, we had nine different contests. <laughs> nine. <laughs> um, I my strategy of fading the Steelers uh bit me a couple weeks ago. Of course, with the Buccaneers losing to the Steelers, but uh the Bucks have seem to have other problems on their hands as to why that happened. I've I've still got confidence that the Eagles will continue to be an undefeated team uh, facing the Steelers this week. And if you're looking for a more strategic pick, because if you're still alive at this point, you you need to start getting a little uh, a little more creative with the picks. I would 
I would take the Falcons against the Panthers. When else are you going to use the Falcons this season? And I think that they provide a pretty good opportunity to win here. So uh, those are my picks. And a very strong merge episode. A lot of fun. We we got to see a, a battle that had been brewing for a few weeks now to play out very nicely. And, and Carla is still my winner pick. And and uh, the Gabbler still uh, playing his role. Gobbler. <laughs> the Gobbler. Gobbler. Wait, the uh, Golden Gobbler has made its <laughs> way yes. to Survivor? The, 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 uh, the Golden Gobbler. Is shining. Uh, it's, uh, it's a good time. <laughs> uh, I uh, I actually agree with you on the Falcons. That that's the one that I think that if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, uh, do it. Otherwise, I think you're gonna get a lot of Eagles. I think you're gonna get a lot of Bills this week. For sure. Yes. All right. The the survivor picks. Now it's time for us to wrap this bad boy up. Three point conversion. Mike, I'll start it off because. We've talked a lot about Cardinals, Minnesota. That's my points of Palooza. The highest over under of the week is Dolphins, Lions right now at about 51. Uh, Raiders, Saints is close to that, as is Cardinals, Minnesota. I'd love to find another sneaky gem, but I just think that there's too much there in the Twin Cities. Uh, Sam, I am. I think Sam Elliger gives the Colts a boost. I think that with that offensive line, his mobility um, will be used. If you're in a deep league, a two-quarterback league, why not give Sam Ellinger a shot? I think uh, I think that he has an opportunity to do something for the Colts in his first start. And running with the pack, you started the episode with this, Mike, about what we're going to get from Green Bay. I think we are going to get that effort that nobody expects. I don't know if they're going to win the game, but I'll tell you what, they're going to cover that game. It's double-digit yeah. spread. Like I really think that you're going to see a different Packers team this week in Buffalo on Sunday Night Football. Oh, 100% in terms of the, the point spread, right? Sitting at, I think, 11 uh, at last look. Yeah, and big spreads, historically, not a great way to bet. And certainly this year, well, as we talk about with our Survivor Leagues and everything else, uh, all bets are off. Uh, just uh, grab a beer or uh, your favorite uh, cheese curds and sit back and enjoy. Uh, so I, I like that a lot. Sam, Sam, I think, is really interesting for Indianapolis, as you point out, the mobility behind an offensive line. That's not what it once was. But you know what? you got a good running back, and you've got three viable weapons yeah. in the receiving game. So, yeah, opportunity. I'm going to go quarterbacks. One – Positive, talking about Daniel Jones and the growth that he's seen. So, you know, along that Sam Ellinger line of deciding, hey, I'm on board, uh, running quarterback, mobility, fewer mistakes, and maybe for fantasy purposes, this is one that, that opens up a bit. I think we're going to see some points in that game too. Uh, Tua is my cautionary tale after watching last week's game. How many opportunities are uh, – future opponents going to give you. And I know Detroit's been terrible defensively, but can they rally once at home and actually catch one or two of those ducks that Tua puts out on the pond? You know, can well, they they'll bring... be there. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be there. They're going to be there. Now, is it one of those situations like when you overswing at the plate uh, to mix sports because the ball's coming in so slowly? When you're used to 95-mile-an-hour heaters, maybe that's the case. Not sure. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. And then finally, just you know, to just go to the football side of it, start looking in your area. You ever want to go to a football game? Take a look because we're hitting that divide where some, play, some fans are just deciding, I need money for the holidays, I want to take a trip, or I'm tired of going and watching us get beat. So there's opportunities on the board today for this week where you have four games where the get-in price is under $35. Wow. Including Tennessee at Houston as low as 17 bucks. 
Gosh, the old Oilers come to town and nobody cares. Well, if they were wearing those sweet unis. <laughs> yes, that would change things. That would I'd go, change especially things. if there was a giveaway to commemorate the gloried history. I mean, come on. I, I bought a Oilers hat uh, last year. Got a nice. gift card from uh, Fanatics, and I uh, was uh, looking at all the throwback and saw a little saw a little Oilers action. So had to uh, had to cash cash in on that. I dig that. Right now, I'm going. Uh, once upon a time, there was a sale, and again, it's mixed sports. But uh, the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum at the end of the season, they didn't want to keep inventory around, so they were selling fitted hats. For five bucks, and since I have just a giant head, yeah. as evidenced by the at swollen dome <laughs> moniker, uh, I was able to buy a Phillies hat. So right now I'm just tormenting Smith by <laughs> sending him pictures of me in a Phillies hat oh, every chance I get. That's great. That's great. Uh, yeah, World Series starting up on uh, on Friday. You got it. Uh, Phillies and Astros. All right, that does it for us here on I Want Your Flex. A big thanks to our executive producer Ryan Bershinger. Get him on Twitter at Ryan Bershinger, and of course find Mike Carmen on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me at Dan Byer on Fox. I'm Dan Byer. We'll talk to you next time here on I Want Your Flex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.